This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. And we are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Lola. Lola Tampons. I am very grateful to Lola Tampons this week because I was basking my period and like magic, Lola knew and my subscription started. This is a little TMI considering the episode hasn't even started, Angela. Well, now you guys will know what state of mind I was in while we were recording. Exactly. How beautiful are Lola tampons? Is that weird to describe tampons as beautiful? They're like chic tampons. And I don't use the word chic a lot. You don't. They're like blue, baby blue, like shiny chic, like, hey, don't even know this is a tampon. What I love, Angela, is that they get delivered right to my door. Because if there's one thing that is a pain in the butt... To go out to Dwayne Reed or wherever you go get your stuff. I hate buying toilet paper and I hate buying tampons because it's the two things that you need and like you really can't go without if you have run out of them. And they're just like so annoying to have to go get. But these come straight to your door. Yeah, it's great. And they're so pretty. You'll just display them in your bathroom. You won't even hide them. It's great. Also, you know, the other big thing that I'm like all about now is using only organic products, especially if I'm putting something inside me. I, I don't want like weird weird ingredients up in my up in my I think I think we all agree and what freaks me out about other tampons is that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products so most of them don't that's really scary Lola products are 100% organic cotton love it yep other things to love about Lola is your subscription is super flexible you can change you can skip or cancel at any time wow this is why I love Lola you don't have to think about it. They come straight to your, jo- your door and it's super flexible. And guess what, guys? We are hooking it up. 60% off your first order. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's that's a lot. And tampons can like be pricey. They can. Visit mylola.com. That's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter our promo code SINGLE. Make sure you do it in all lowercase. This is very important or your code won't work. SINGLE, S-I-N-G-L-E, all lowercase, when you subscribe and you will get 60% off your first order. One of the biggest hookups we've ever offered. Check them out. We love them. Now let's start, start the, the show. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is... It's okay to be a hot mess sometimes. Yes, it is. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Pubic hair is linked to STIs. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And the psychology of men and the next day text. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guests. Yes, that's two. They are another female comedy duo as the host of the comedy podcast, Hot Mess Comedy Hour. It links to our our episode of the the week yeah it's not a coincidence yeah you can also catch them doing stand-up all over the city please welcome comedians andrea allen and emily lubin hello Hello. welcome ladies thanks for coming on the show thanks for having having us us. now you guys host the hot mess comedy hour what does it mean to be a hot mess how do you guys define it i think well we started the podcast probably pretty soon after i stopped drinking i think Um, Yeah, 
yeah probably a week after (laughs) (laughs) so um it was and also like within the new york comedy scene you encounter so many people that have kind of seemingly crazy things happening in their lives and then we're like well it seems like everyone has something or like one point of contention within their life that is that that makes them a hot mess it's it's completely like normal and so we kind of wanted to like showcase that and that was a big part of like my sobriety and um, Emily was struggling with an eating disorder at the time and like continues to work on it. Ding, ding, ding. Um, so it's like everyone has their shit. And so let's talk about it. It's kind of like, I love that. Yeah. yeah. How'd you guys meet? We met, um, we both used to intern at another podcast studio um, called Keith and the girl. Um, and we interned at different times, but uh, we knew each other through kind of like the nerdy podcast community. It's a very uh, tight knit community. So that's kind of how we met and how we got to know each other. And then when I started doing uh, comedy, Andrea had already been doing it for a little bit. So she like took me around to all the cool mics and stuff mm, and kind of showed wing. me the ropes. Yeah. She was like, this is a wing and you're under it. So um, I just like shadowed her. And um, you were like then- her stand up drag mother. Yeah, that's, seriously. That's what oh, I wow. want. That's what I need. You must love that. <laughs> oh, I love every bit of it. We just like, had listen it. to me, sweetheart. <laughs> we recently had a drag queen on the episode, which is why so I, I've drag, got drag on the mind. Drag really? is on. Not that I don't mind. usually. I just always have drag on which the brain. Which drag queen? Sherry uh, Vine. Sherry Vine. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Actually, I don't know her. She's great. We're She's going great. to her show coming up you should come with us yes we'll talk about it cool. after the podcast yes you guys are very open on your podcast like you said talking about stopping drinking eating disorders you talk about abortions everything how has like being so open on the podcast helped not only you guys but also listeners hearing women be so open about things that they're going through um well we are very open people and i think being in the comedy scene like andrea said everybody is a little more open and a lot of people think that comedians are more prone to mental health issues but i think it's more just that we're more open to talking about it and Mm. making it entertaining so it doesn't seem so taboo um and also we grew up listening to um keith and the girl and that was a podcast about um they the two hosts were a couple originally and they talked very very openly about their lives so i think we just kind of grew up thinking that was normal and kind of really identifying with that so not normal now that i'm an adult <laughs> but healthy right yeah, oh, yeah. healthier so, yeah. sure i mean it's nice that it can be normal to go up to somebody and say you had two abortions <laughs> you know <laughs> is that normal i i think like i think a uh i think a lot of what we like to do is like take the stigma out of things and i think the more people can like speak about what's really going on with them the, the better everyone can sort of like get along in their life um and and if someone hears something on the podcast that they're like self-conscious about or they can relate to like it, it makes me happy to think there's someone out there that heard that and is like oh i'm not alone in this i'm not crazy in this um especially for me when i was first getting sober it was nice to talk to sober comedians or like kind of talk about how i was going through the motions and have like their input back it's just like a lot of people uh don't have others to relate to so if if we can like broadcast our crazy voices 
Well, it's interesting that you started the podcast like the week after you decided to stop drinking because that's like not even enough time to have self-reflection at that point. You're really exaggerating a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was very shortly after. You're really talking about like going through it in the process. Like people are really, really hearing from start to finish. Well, there is no finish. It's like a... It's an, ongoing. it's an ongoing yeah. thing. Yeah, it's the same thing recovering from an eating disorder because I was very much in it when we started. I was mm-hmm. very much in it, very much just starting therapy, just starting to um, start what I would call recovery. Um, and I kind of regret at times being so vulnerable openly on the podcast. But at the same time, it, when I was younger, if I had heard somebody talk openly about having weight issues, having body issues, eating issues, it might have prevented me from having to go through a lot of what I went through alone. And like seemingly someone who you find to be like cool or funny, like it's not just like, oh, this is a fucked up. Yeah, I mean, we're cool as fuck, but like, I think (laughs) you you, like you, you think of someone who has alcohol problems, you think like some like burnout dude at a bar, not like a young, you know, together individual um but what's funny too about the early episodes is like i had a lot of we had a lot of my exes on in the beginning too and i got to hear them talk about like dating me when i was a fucking drunk and it was so what did they say well like a lot of them i would sort of have my version of how things happened and um and like sort of i was the protagonist in all these stories and then i would hear from them like oh you showed up drunk or you called this one time and you said all this mean shit i mean our sound guy danny that you met yeah we used to like we were we were on their podcast recently and um and they met our sound guy danny who's a friend of ours and like i got drunk and threw a pizza at him now honestly hilarious i still like kind of stand by it a little bit but like to hear a a friend be like i was always dealing with your shit like it's it's very um eye-opening and like kind of embarrassing i have to say though if someone's gonna throw something at me like a pizza would be something i'd be down for i'm like oh i can like catch a slice this This is something too hot yeah as long (laughs) as it's not temp pizza like i would i would don't mind someone throwing a pizza at me i have to say (laughs) i didn't necessarily throw it more like he was walking down the subway and i stood above the stairs and just released it and let it land on him (laughs) like he was like like pig's blood onto carrie exactly (laughs) and he was like okay i guess i have to pick up this pizza and now walk you home because you are ridiculous um so it's very humbling but uh, i don't mind being humbled what emily you talked about like what kind of stuff did you talk about early on that you later regretted because angela and i can definitely relate to that oh it's the worst (laughs) yeah i mean i just i have this problem i when a microphone is in front of me i think that nobody can hear it (laughs) when it's the opposite welcome to our life yeah you're like (laughs) welcome to the last it's totally fine plus of our (laughs) safe space (laughs) yeah exactly like i'm just talking to dead air but no anybody can hear it so i've had like people from high school say hey i listen to your podcast i'm really worried about you oh god you know (laughs) but i I, people aren't used to people talking so openly uh, about things that a lot of people deal with and at the time i um i was struggling with anorexia bulimia um and i think i i was very fragile at that time i'm i don't regret that i went through that but 
it's I'm uncomfortable being that vulnerable sometimes. Yeah. Do you also have this weird thing where you don't think that it's interesting? Well, I just don't want to make people uncomfortable. Like, I feel like it's a topic that makes. And I'm like, you ate a whole jar of salsa instead Every of night, a meal. Baby. That's Every fucking night. crazy. I want to hear about that. <laughs> I want to hear about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 140 calories for the whole jar. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> this about. bitch, in one of our early episodes, we played a game where we would just name food food items and she would guess the caloric amount and she was never like within, she was always within five calories. I'm oh really my goodness. God. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's psychotic. I wish there was like a price is right for calories <laughs> for because yeah, I you like, would murder that show. There yeah. has to be a way to translate that into like making money. I know. Career. That's actually an amazing idea and we should use that. You're like the my fitness pal, but as a human being. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how it started. Like these calorie counters, they think that like they claim to be helping you, but it gets inside your head, man. You can't be counting those calories. Especially not if you got body issues. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's yeah, no good. Um, when we were on your guys's podcast, Andrea, you talked a little bit about. We know you're not single because you talked about a recent breakup, mm-hmm. which inspired you to kind of open up your options. Now you're dating both men and women. Ooh. How has that been? How do you meet people? What made you decide to do that? Because we've this has been a pattern on our podcast of people that were straight. They break up and then they start dating. <laughs> they go gay women. out of Sex- desperation. Well, sexual, <laughs> sexual fluidity is way hot right now. It is way hot Very right now. Very hot right now. But uh, a lot of our guests has, have been going through exactly what you're going through. Um, and so I feel like sharing that experience has made people realize that like, yes, you can date whoever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool. I Yeah, I think. Well, I let's see. When I used to be a raging drunk, I, I did hook up with a few women, um, but it was always like in a blackout. So, and I was interest, I was always interested in it, but really like embarrassed, embarrassed about the stigma of it. Not that I'm saying being gay is a stigma, but I, you know, well, and you didn't know how to eat a box. That's no, not at all. <laughs> that's intimidating. It is. It's it's like because I feel like guys are probably like, no, you would know what to do because you have one. You know what feels good. No. And, but like not the case. It's, but plus, it's like if you're especially if you're exploring it when you're older, it's like, all right, people would have forgiven me maybe when I was young, but now it's like, I should yeah, know. there's I should some know like, how to experience thirty like, something year old woman <laughs> who's been full lesbian forever, and I'm just like going down. The, oh yeah, my and god! Plus, like physiologically, there's so many layers. Yeah, it's yeah, it's literally layers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, there are. Um, so I, I, I was like, I'm curious about this. I didn't really want to admit to myself. So it would like kind of come out when I was when I was drunk because, you know, a little bit of liquid courage. Um, and then as I kind of like got older and, and realized it was something that would be and it's become a lot more like I think it's more acceptable for women, which sucks for men. Sorry. Yeah. But um, I just. I just thought like, well, now that I've had like a few years of sobriety and I also have had a a bunch of really shitty relationships with men, not to say that I'm like closing the door to men, but I'm like, why, what's wrong with just opening the door to the same gender, especially like I have such meaningful relationships with female friends. Um, I really like love spending time with females. Could that be a relationship? I don't know. So I went on this dating app called her 
Emily helped me set my profile up. I did. She wrote by curious Mm-mm, originally, and uh, uh-huh. my like my roommate dates women, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, girl, that fluid. is a red flag." So yes. she switched to yeah. fluid. Uh-huh. That's that's what my friend uh, my my friend Jenna, who was on our podcast, said. She said like a lot of lesbians they like don't want to date women that say that they're bi curious because mm-hmm. they're like, "I don't want to deal with your like experimental time wasters," right. yeah. Yeah. and like you're gonna go back to dick. Yeah, well, the word curious said. kind of implies like I'm gonna see what happens. Also, like, what kind of girls could I get? Like, it, a lot of people do it for an ego boost. Like, what right. kind of what kind of ladies can I pull in? Or like, and they, yeah, open to making out with other girls when I'm drunk. You know that? Yes, type of thing. Right. That's like I'm a sorority girl lesbian. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, Andrea actually used to. Say All right, don't was, make me look like an asshole. Well, it, this is true. <laughs> yeah. she, she used to say you're bi on like Tinder just to see who, mm-hmm. what chicks would be into you. Yeah. But then our lesbian friend was like, don't do that. That's really mean. And then I stopped. Yeah. And now I went on a more adult app. Um, and I actually, I actually didn't meet a lot of girls that immediately interested me. Like looks wise. I don't know. It's, yeah. it, it's interesting just the difference between sexually fluid and bi there are they what is the actual difference even it's really is just in the wording that it, of yeah. how people I perceive think it's it. just a phraseology thing right well yeah. i think fluid implies that you every time you meet a, a new person your attraction is based on that person mm. so their gender doesn't you may meet a woman who's attractive or a man who's attractive it's the, their whole package that you're attracted to their gender is not something that's going to negate them. I think by curious means like you just want to see if you could be open to that side of the spectrum. I think fluid implies that you're kind of like down for whatever. Yeah. I think it's more open. It's yeah. like more like pansexual. That's a funny one. It's hilarious. I know. That's There's, another one that I also don't know the difference necessarily between pansexual and sexual fluidity. I don't know. I don't, I don't exactly either. It's just phrasing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people don't like labels. I should just put DTF on my profile. <laughs> Question mark? How do you identify? Yeah. DTF. And so don't be an were, asshole. So you were dating, back to what you were saying. So you were looking for people, but you weren't attracting the people you were interested in physically? No. Yeah. I like, I'm kind of like a, I'm a bit of a like Brooklyn hipstery snob. I found, <laughs> I was like on this app and there were all these kind of like, I guess, you gotta go to cabin i i know right seriously that's where that's where my friend goes that's really where you, that's where all the hot chicks go yeah i'm like is that a gay bar yeah well i think on wednesday nights it is okay yeah good cool. to know. I, I only know cubby hole which i feel like yes, oh i've got cubby hole is younger Very intimidating but I, yeah, I think a lot of straight girls that are interested in, in experimenting also show up at cubby uh-huh. hole, I've heard. and then the yeah. lesbians smell out that they're bullshitters and they like Get tell the them fuck to out fuck out off here. yeah i went there once with a friend and her, she was with like a group of lesbians and I was talking to them and they were all, we were like all engaging with one another. And then I just like mentioned a guy that I was seeing and they were all like, get the fuck out of here. Like uh, just uh, <laughs> wall up. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'm like very choosy about what type of women I'm not, I'm not choosy about men, which is weird. Um, <laughs> I have very little standards when it comes to men. I guess I just don't expect much out of them in like the looks. Right. I think women are much more forgiving of men in terms of their personality can fill in the gaps where looks don't. And I haven't really uh, been generous with women in that yeah, way. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> interesting I didn't to put think that about. Together. Yeah. 
Um, but there is one girl that I met um, who looks exactly like me. You're just gonna have to get over it. It's really weird. She's it's flattering. Really weird. Yeah, it is. Flat. I don't like. I'm not into you, man. Get over it. Um, <laughs> she's she's Russian. She's like a model. Slash you do look something. Russian. Yeah. Yeah. She's got like pale hair, dark, thick eyebrows. She's super pale. You know. It's yeah. Like, it's it's pretty close. <laughs> mm, I don't know. She's a babe. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I'm, I'm dating a Russian model. It kind of feels like I'm treating her like a status symbol, which is probably not. Okay. You're already acting like a man. Yeah, I know, You're right? I, I was acting like a man. I was like getting nervous about how to talk to them because it feels whatever <laughs> she I was meet, shocked. She was shocked that attractive, more attractive women weren't into her. Like, she, so it, upset. It was. It was very much like I was seeing her realize what it's like for a lot of men. She's like, why? don't these young 20 something art students want to fuck me like what i'm great i understand yeah and also to like when i'm talking to women whenever i meet women i'm it's always on a friend level i'm never like ooh, i'm trying to get in that's not you know i've been heterosexual for most of my life in terms of my relationships so now i'm like on a dating app talking to women and i'm like do i use a weird line like am i sexual towards them because that feels that feels creepy. Um, we had someone on our show um, uh, who was trying to like coach me through it. And she's like, you have to like ask someone if you're going to, if you can kiss them. And I'm like thinking of the idea of like going on a date with a woman and being like, may I kiss you now? Oh, like that's yeah. so lady. <laughs> yeah. That's so awkward. Yeah. So it's certainly, I have a date this Saturday um this so this russian woman with the russian mm-hmm. we okay. talked for a while i went me and emily went to montreal for a few, like a week or so and we were texting and we had like a date set up to get coffee i thought that was like a normal great woman on woman yeah. intro um and then i come back and she's like oh i just i got into a relationship but do you want to be friends i'm like a week you got to that, that's a lesbians week? for you yes yeah. after a week she's in a relationship they lock that shit down i oh, know yeah. i was like i can't i leave the country for five days they bought a house together seriously <laughs> they live together they have they bought matching China, dogs to vermont yeah. whatever um and then um and then I, um, she just actually earlier this week, she texted me like, Hey, do you want to get that coffee? And I was like, ha things didn't work out. Relationship didn't work back for more. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I hope she doesn't hear this. <laughs> we'll if release this works it later. Out. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, what and about, that'll be your first lady date. Yeah. yeah. That will exciting. be well, good luck. That That's is very exciting. exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Emily, I'm what's excited. your story? Um, I'm not fluid. Mm. Okay. I'm so straight. It's disgusting. Mm. <laughs> I wish that I were into women because I like them so much more than men as people. Yeah. Um, but I'm just not attracted. I just don't want to eat box. Fair enough. I just don't want to eat box. But like you yeah. were very open on your podcast, which I loved. You're down to eat the butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I'm an ass muncher for sure. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, but you said all men you've been with are very into it. Yeah, they're all really into it. Um, Dude, if I even like put my hand on Nick's butt, he like slaps it away. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he's scared. That's very intimate detail. You Can you? Hey, Nick. It doesn't mean that you're gay, Nick. It's just <laughs> I want you to know that. Um, uh, I okay. I find that 
it can be shocking. It can be a little jarring for some men. They're not used to being touched there. Oh, this cute little blonde girl is going to put her fucking yeah, mouth like, on my <laughs> asshole. Yeah, I would be shocked exactly. too. Um, a little a but like, warning like pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly it's surprised. Like, yeah, but great. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't Curve just. Ball. Yeah, I don't just do it for the shock value. I, I genuinely like doing it. And like I was telling you guys, like it doesn't gross oh. me out at all. Zero percent. Um, do you like that it, you find that like they're really into it and you like that you're surprising them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I very much like that. Um, and like I kind of just like being all up in somebody else's shit. No Ass pun. crack? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like to experience every part of another person and um, I like to get wild. That's weirdly beautiful. Yeah. Being yeah. like that stuff. That is That's beautiful. That's kind of a beautiful way to put it. That's Thanks. what the guy, when I was talking to you guys on my show about the guy who wanted me to pee on him, that is what that's about. That I can't get behind. No, I understand that. Most people can't. Um, but he was like, I want every bit of like your of you on me including Which sounds a little serial killer urine yes like sure i, I want to cut you yes open. i want to <laughs> climb inside you and do a little puppet show with your body uh yeah it's it's like a wanting every part of someone's essence on you yeah and that makes sense i mean i would be open to somebody peeing on me yeah i just it just doesn't gross me out like there are very few things that gross me out and very Except few for me yeah i mean it's like you uh, oh yeah, that, I thought you meant you in general. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're you're a delight. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something about that is w- weird for me. I think it stems more from like me feeling insecure. Like I want to be. Are you jealous? I'm not je- like I don't want to fuck are you. you man. Are you je- okay? Are you jealous that? Um, like I could get in a relationship and she would be like my other like woman, like we would have a Google calendar, like me and this girl for our relationship. Yeah, like are you gonna start taking her around to uh, places okay. and like she's gonna be like are people gonna see you guys out and be like, Oh, that's Emma oh wait, no, that's a hotter Russian Emily. Oh, I see where this stuff Yeah, from. like are you gonna you know That makes sense. I'm not cool with that. Okay. Well, don't you worry. I'm sure she'll blow here. me off for another woman. You guys are the hot mess girls that's Mm -hmm. what your podcast is i want to know what the craziest hot mess thing you've ever done is oh god and if you can't think of one the other person can answer for you it's kind of fun idea i kind of well hmm do you want to i i i know plenty you guys let us i'm curious on your podcast you let us answer for each other but i wanted to give you the opportunity to either answer for yourselves or you can or you can do like a phone a friend Hmm. with the friend is next to you I'll I'll answer for you if you. Yeah, want I'm me curious because you know everything, so I'm curious to think like what you think is the craziest shit I've ever done. Okay, so she was on Tinder, right? Oh and, uh, yeah, this is so bad. Oh, and my God. Uh, she was talking to this guy who looked like one of the Columbine killers. Mm-hmm. He looked like <laughs> a, a serial killer. Trench coat, super pale, never smiled. Just looked like he kills women. Just yeah, straight up. You know what this guy looks like? Very yeah. tall. There were pictures of him holding guns. No, like, no, like no. classic gun. Not like you know AK forty seven. It like, was ironic. Like a trendy gun. <laughs> Everything's fine. Anyways, Mom so they're, and Dad. they're talking for like a week, um, a- as you do on Tinder. And then um, she invites him over to her apartment. No. No outside hang. No outside I hang. I was thirsty. He kept dangling in front of my face. And I was yeah, like, he could have been thirsty for your blood. Of, uh, in retrospect, very bold move. But I was like, 
he kept being like, we should hang out sometime. And then one day I was like, I'm just going to take a picture of my ass and I'm going to send it to him. And I'm like, what are you doing later? And uh, shockingly, so it doesn't end. Shockingly, he said, I'm coming over (laughs) and going to have sex with you and also kill you. Yeah, well, what he happened? Didn't he didn't kill he her. Yeah, so it doesn't end there. So he comes over to her apartment. <laughs> I'm going to give the Reader's Digest version of the story. Sure. She uh, she orders him a burrito. Um, okay, may I fill in the blanks here? He was out drinking, and this was the beginning of sobriety. So I was I, like... I, no, we're making this story short. Okay, he was drinking. You ordered... Burritos. I want to order food. Yeah, no, like it was a nice over. I wasn't yeah. just like I, a burrito. Like there was a purpose. <laughs> Honestly, if a girl gives you a burrito, like wife that girl. Yeah, sure. Um, so she orders burritos and coffee for herself because it's like three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there was some anal, <laughs> unwarned anal, unwarned not even anal. a finger. Surprise anal. Yeah. No. Um, and there was a literal shitstorm mm-hmm. that happened that night. Um, the burritos. Yeah. Um, I yeah. see why they were yeah. relevant now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You got to <laughs> put the burrito in the and preamble. And she's texting me like from the bathroom, like there's shit everywhere. So bad. <laughs> Wait, his shit? My shit. Your shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, she, he like. You also ate a burrito. I ate the burrito. I had the coffee. And Ooh, that's then, like an enemy. I know, right? I don't know what the fuck. Every gay friend of mine was like, "What are you doing here?" Um, and then once I like started, so you guys talked after you went on a second date. Obviously, we. So he was so drunk, and I was like furiously cleaning. Like I seem disgusting, but I'm actually a very clean person. And so I'm like got the Lysol wipes, and I'm like showering and, and going to the bathroom. And he's so drunk, he's like passed out. So I like changed the sheets and like put him to bed and then like spend like six hours in the bathroom just like holding myself and thinking about what happened (laughs) and then the next day he was like do you want to get brunch and i was like yeah sure yeah i could eat i could i could have like a a fruit cup my stomach's really empty (laughs) i had a purge last night uh you clearly don't remember um and we yeah we ended up like dating kind of like you know new york dating Dating, hanging banging yeah i'm sorry that i shared that story i I realized halfway through i was like maybe she does but whatever it's all uh, everything's all, out it's there it's out there yeah it's out there yeah did he ever he, so he had no recollection of the he knew oh, he but he was okay. very uh, he was you like, guys <laughs> he's like why did i wake up in sheets full of shit <laughs> you guys have so much better hot mess stories than we did last <laughs> when we recorded your podcast i was like angela has a, a lot of stuff in her purse yeah but like <laughs> such a bad girl honestly I have a messy purse honestly and you're like a shit store with anal like <laughs> like like we have nothing on you like on you girls it's, it's interesting though like i i know a lot of people most girls i know have that problem like you mm-hmm. just end up with so much shit in your person i i, I do literal it too. shit let's be clear not literal not shit, literal unless you're andrea yeah. not literal shit but i do it too like i save um like i, I save yeah you're very hoardery her room gets fucking oh crazy my God, yeah. I'm a i have to come in and clean mess. it i have to I come in and be like what mess. would you need this do you need this do you need this why so when people actually admit to me that they're messy too i'm like oh soul sisters it's okay yes. you don't need to make us feel better we don't we our story was was uh, it was high better stories i'm not but saying yeah, it's nothing. to make you feel better i'm genuinely i related to you I what is right. what is the word when you like project personalities onto inanimate objects projection personification <laughs> personification yeah. that's what i do i really feel like i'm like this pen i don't want to hurt its feelings and put it yeah. in the garbage all right i want to hear emily's hot mess story emily's like a very this is what a tra- i 
I love introverts who are secretly fucking crazy. And Emily definitely falls into that category. Um, and so one of my favorite, there's two of them. Um, uh, one of my favorites was when Emily was younger, she was overweight and um, she used to run like track and field in high school and, and be like the slowest one, obviously. Um, and there was it's a true. I'm not, the, can't even be mad. Yeah. We are the same person. Yeah, I know, right? yeah. <laughs> were you overweight serious. when you were little? Not overweight, but I was I was on cross country for one day and I was the last athletically challenged. That came in yeah. And it was terrible. But uh, <laughs> they're on. basically like an inverted version of us. Like mm-hmm. they're they're a brunette and a blonde right now. I'm blonde. Angela's brunette, the blonde, it, the Emily, the blonde. Yeah. Is Guys, the same Emily person. is me. Mm-hmm. Is Angela? Andrea is Laura. Andrea, the brunette. Is we're the like same a yin yang. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. it's crazy. But like the demented version of yeah. Guys. Yeah, that's what we were saying last night. We're, like, we're so similar, except for we're way grosser. So much more fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Emily, this guy. Uh, correct me if I was wrong. I'm wrong. He was he was watching everyone running from like another part of the gym or nearby and was like mocking you like making fun of you so you're kind of getting it wrong i was actually i i started oh you were winning right 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 right. yeah you were winning and it was like a big moment for you as a fatty to finally be achieving in the athletic arena Mm -hmm. and then this guy was was like making fun of you he said you suck dick something like that he said something really he said he called me fat Mm -hmm. and then he yeah like made sexually explicit he like called me a, a slut or like said I, I did things and I like didn't understand anything that he was saying but I was like that's offensive yes so Emily then decides that like she's gonna ruin this person's life over years and years yes so Good. she instead of like standing up to him she gets his address and she moved around a lot but she every like every few months she would write uh, like ransom letters to this guy <laughs> with clipped out newspaper cuttings like I'm gonna kill you you know like a serial killer oh, does you're my I didn't hero. say I was gonna kill him I yeah. didn't say I was gonna kill him you should've him. yeah but, but you said like crazy shit yeah. like I'll see you re- like really just mentally not well type shit and <laughs> she would cut out her, she would cut her nails and put the nail clippings in the letters as some weird like oh psycho God. token it's all about the details yes it is all about the details <laughs> so honestly amazing. very on brand for a weird little introverted psychopath and then she and innovative for a sixth grader that's crazy you also <laughs> pretended that you had a uh she pretended she had a, an imaginary friend to the point that her parents sent her to a therapist because they thought she was schizophrenic and then she just she like did it for a year and then was like oh i was just kidding it's like what <laughs> what <laughs> why are you doing these like it's it's very maniacal these little like schemes that you do i um, love that mm-hmm. so Beautiful. it's just, i have to i have to agree for a sixth grader it's incredibly impressive yes yeah, i mean the I fingernail clippings yeah. specifically because like it's a little bit creepy but i'm not actually doing anything yeah. well, wait, where did you, you learn that i just thought of it i don't know <laughs> what we used Brilliant. to do is we would, we would call our friend's like home parents phone and pretend that we were Planned Parenthood. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, like, like, like this girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. for like, yeah. Like if a girl was being like a mean girl, Ooh, we that's would, such a that's good nice. bully tactic. Yeah, that's what we used to do. 
Well, let me just say, I got called Mangela for the first two years. Oh, I got of called Mandria. Shut up. Yes. Kids are so creative. It's so Man. mean. Yeah, they recycle. We're <laughs> not one. creative since you both had the same nickname. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. Um, so Did you, if you hang ever out with lots send, of like, guys? Is that why? No, like like just like a dickhead in high yeah. school would like follow me around and call me Mangela. Wait, did you say, is it because you hooked up with a lot of guys? Or no, hung out with a lot oh, of guys. hung out with a lot like, of guys. Were you like, like guys, not a gal, friend. Or... Like he was in my homeroom and on my bus. God. And had a tiny penis. So he... Did he really? His frustration. Probably. He was very small. I'm oh, sure. So you didn't see gentleman. No, but I'm guessing. When but I would really love bully? for you to send him some letters because clearly I'm still not over it. <laughs> It'd be uh, a service. If you have his address, I could make something happen. I think mm-hmm. we can find it. Um, did you... Were you not very feminine or... I mean, I thought I was. Did you look like a man? I definitely think like in the years since I've tried to feminine up more because mm. I'm like always conscious of it. I don't know. I like, I she had wants bangs. to know if you looked like a man. Yeah. Yeah, just, I had just bangs. Give me Admit answer. it. Admit it, Angela. <laughs> but I did. At that point, I wore makeup, but I definitely didn't wear good makeup. Oh, but who does? That's not Mangela. That, that that's like, you know. Trangela, if anything. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh. All right, all right. That, we're not going to top that. On that note, <laughs> we are not. It is time for us to move on and talk about what's in the news. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so I don't know if you guys what your pubic preferences are, but I was reading um, on Cosmopolitan that women who remove. Wait, their- what were you reading? Cosmopolitan. <laughs> we play that whenever yeah. we say the word Cosmo. Um, so women who remove their pubic hair might be at higher risk for STIs. Well, I'm screwed because I lasered mine off and oh, it's that's not so coming smart. back. <laughs> so, I want to do that. But you might be okay because apparently it's more so people that wax and shave because they said that, um, okay, researchers hypothesize that this is because small skin tears from shaving or trimming could lead to infection. Mm. And they also discovered that regular groomers tend to be more sexually active, which also makes sense. Um, then they're more pubically relaxed counterparts, which okay, is true. So I don't, I'm not going to have this problem. Well, number one, I'm with a partner that does not have any, any, uh, STDs. Uh, but, um, do you Nick? <laughs> I'm glad you're confident. Um, but for Wait, the what is the us, difference between an STI and an STD? Is a stupid STI question. STI is the new term for STD. Right. It. It's like the infection the rather than term. disease. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say that um, women who shave their pubic hair are Our whores. More... Well, she did kind of say that. But <laughs> yeah, I thought you way. were going to say. I do. So. That's and you're a whore. Yes. Um, I <laughs> thought time. you were going to say if you have hair, it's like a form of protection. That's, that's what like I the thought. original yeah. version, the original reason, sorry, that we have hair like on our assholes and stuff. Is I'm so sure that's that, also like, true. Definitely. Like, I feel again. like yeah, your, your nostrils and your asshole need hair. It's, yes. supposed, it's supposed to, it's a filter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You can get some and weird to keep diseases. it warm. It's natural. Yeah. Underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but apparently, okay. So if you guys had to guess, what do you think the percentages of us women that remove all their pubic hair? When mm. we say all, what Brazilian? Yeah, like there's still a landing strip assume, for some people. Yeah. I would assume it's like everything but the butthole hair. Okay. That so completely bare. It's yeah. very in vogue now, which I don't like, but... It's because uh, of porn. I know. It's so yes. gross. Why don't I look like a little baby? Well, I, I, I like like a, a little a bit. I like a little bit. Not a full muff. Yeah. Um, Not, yeah, like a half muff, a sure. quarter muff. Yeah, I don't have a muff. muff. I don't have the option anymore. So no muff. What my what I chose? Well, it must feel nice. Five years yeah. ago, must make it easier. I, and I knew it at the time. I was like, if this goes out of style, 
I can't change my mind. And I'm like, I'm totally okay with that. It feels nice. It's mm-hmm. smooth. And it changes no, no itchy. Your like, beach game. You can go to the beach, beach anytime. Anytime. Yeah. I'm always down to like just go to the beach, go in the pool, take it off. No problemo. Yeah, also, like you're, you're married. Like you don't have to worry about having an antiquated pussy. Right. No? right. Yeah. yeah. It, it already feels antiquated for him. So <laughs> <laughs> let's hold Zing. on. Uh, uh, no, you seem. What's a percentage? I would say. I would say seventy. I'm gonna say fifty. Okay, you guys are close. Sixty-two percent, right? In right between in the middle. There. That's a lot. That's a lot. Sixty yeah. percent of all U.S. women are in uh, risk of getting an STI. Wow. They did say though, like if you don't want to get crabs, still the the good idea is to shave. So, so you can't win either way. Is the is the so moral? The ta- like, or just laser? Because laser so- solves those yeah, problems. Then you don't, don't have the tears. Oh, yeah, the yeah. tears so, in the skin. They always have Groupons. Just get a group on yeah get a group on it's great i highly recommend it because even if you shave or you wax you still get those like ingrown hairs and yeah. never sucks. never looks good this looks like the you know like the bottom of your palm it's that that's good my or not palm arm. the arm the, the inside arm. of your forearm yeah. like how smooth it is those soft are, like a sow's ear it's amazing highly recommend it um you want to know what i've been reading about yeah i was reading manrepeller.com and the and uh the the writer's talking about the psychology of men and the next day text this is an article by amelia diamond shout out amelia the article asked the question why do men take women's numbers if they don't plan to ask them out and they interviewed a bunch of men and came up with five answers basically all these men had the same five general responses so i wanted to see if you guys can guess what they are confidence boost that you can get the number is probably one of them i would feel yep, like that is a big That's one. one of them um okay well, the first one actually i'll talk about i feel like you guys you guys will relate to this because you talk a lot about your your crazy nights time and place should be considered so if a man gets your number midday after having met you in the line at a coffee shop he is far by far more likely to contact you whereas like basically if he at a bar at two in the morning yeah two in the morning which leads to like yeah exactly what you're saying was their number two was sobriety level so basically number one liquid courage of Mm -hmm. course like and then they they don't have the confidence the next day they also don't remember like what they saved your number as or what you look like what you look like maybe their judgment was yeah they had the beer goggles yeah exactly so they basically said there's a 100 percent chance if you get this number at like 2 a.m. that they've been drinking and therefore a high likelihood that they won't remember crucial details the following day to encourage follow-up message. That makes sense. To yeah. Me all the time. I have so many numbers saved in my phone too that are like location-based. So it'll <laughs> be like this guy, that bar, this guy, this location, this Uber driver, <laughs> last name. I would say like a big suggestion to -hmm. guys and women if you're gonna get someone's number and you're out at a bar don't save it in the contacts page save it in your notes page because if you put in your contacts page the next day you're like oh fuck was it like melissa was it aunt like angela yeah yeah yeah. you don't know what the person's name is you're not gonna remember but if you save it in the notes page it's like right there you love love using your notes i love notice oh my god i love my notes for me you always had to like earn getting your name put in my phone like I would put really it, because it was less depressing than when I had to delete it eventually. <laughs> like oh, we had to get okay. to like if it was like guy in green times. Oh, yeah. smart. Yeah, like it was like a psychological a number, thing. And then yeah. once it was official, yeah, it was actually, like not even a human <laughs> until we had seen each other twice. Until you were least. like Facebook friends, right. And like you knew a last name. And, yeah. Then yeah, I yeah. had like a naming ceremony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. 
All right, you guys want to know what number three is? Yes. Number three is the getaway. Some men said they just asked for the number in order to end a conversation oh, they don't so want to be having. Isn't that oh, so that's fucked horrible. up? So this one oh. guy said, quote, it's an easy out and I don't look like a dick. And then when the writer, as she should have, called, told him that it was childish, he said, how many times have you told a guy, I'll be right back, I have to go to the bathroom or find my friend to end a convo and then never returned? I was like, touche. Much that's, nicer. That's, that's much nicer. But yeah. that's also kind of like a socially accepted blow off. Like everyone knows that like and I have to go grab making... my friend is is like, right. this is over. Well, not everyone. But then but... you're also not like getting someone's hopes up that yeah. you're going to be calling them the next day. Like that's, that's 10 times meaner. Yeah. Remember I that British guy that, that invited me to his fucking party and would text me oh yeah credit suisse yeah that son of a bitch yes we had we ended up going to this horrible party because she was chasing tail and this guy worked for uh credit suisse yeah and all his friends were like super bro um and it was at this like loft in williamsburg you know yeah it's the same thing we knew each other mutually and he like asked for my number and like you are wasting everyone's time here (laughs) sucked it does it happens a lot all right you want to know what number four is Mm mm-hmm Number four is the challenge. Several, as I'm sure you guys can guess, several men said they just enjoy the challenge associated with getting numbers. Guys are going out to meet girls for sure, but we're not on the hunt for relationships. Getting a number is like a bit of validation. Like, oh, you still got the charm. You got oh, the game. Grow Isn't that up. So gross. Like, grow the fuck up. on. All right, number five. I think this is women. I think I didn't. I didn't really end up letting you guys guess, but uh, I wasn't. Wait, I is the, was this one of them? They actually have a girlfriend, but they want to see who they could back on. I think that would probably fall under number the four as validation. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah. I feel like I see that happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So number five is the reason they get the number and then they don't end up calling is basically the fear. So it's similar to the one about meeting a girl like 2 a.m. at a bar and like mm-hmm. location, but basically bolstered by liquid courage the night before. Then when they don't have that liquid courage come morning, mm. they're, they, this is kind of a sweet one. They're doubtful and they're insecure and they're worried. Like what if a girl just gave you, what if a girl just gave you her number to end the conversation, to be polite because I asked. Mm-hmm. So they're worried that like, they don't want to be rejected. I see. Good. Well, girl don't contact pair. me. Yeah. If you're, if you're too nervous to contact me because you think that you I'm type of man, when I'm sober, I'm not going to really like mm. you. Then you do not deserve this. Am mm. I right? Ladies. <laughs> hey, can hey. I get a, Hey, Hey, hey. Um, yeah, so uh, it's interesting to get a little bit about the Mm -hmm. psychology of uh, why you don't hear from guys. But guys, if you ask for a number, give a girl a call. Yeah. Give a girl a call. Call me. All right, ladies, we are about to jump into the mailbox. But first, let's take a moment to thank one of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, BioClarity. BioClarity is acne treatment for teens, young adults, and for me. It is the naturally better way to clear your skin. Angela, we talked a little bit ago about the day that I looked like a freaking cyclops. We did. But what you didn't reveal was that you you shared the wealth. I shared the wealth. Well, I loved it. It, They've got some some green stuff because it's got plants and chlorophyll in it. And it was pretty cool. And it was really working for my face. And I was putting some green stuff on my face. And Nick's like, what are you putting on your face? And I was like, this stuff is magic. And it makes my acne disappear. And he was like, I've got this pimple. Can I use it? Because it kind of sucks. Because unlike women, guys typically 
They can't wear cover up to cover up their. I mean, they can. It's true, but but like a lot of guys don't. A lot of guys are just afraid of product in general. I know. Actually, Nick did used to use cover up, and one time I found some Cover Girl cover up in the cabinet. <laughs> I thought he was like dating someone else, or it was like leftover mm. from his girlfriend. But uh, it was his. <laughs> That. <laughs> it was kind of cute. It was really cute. But um, but he doesn't need to use cover girl cover up if he's stealing some of if my... If he's a bioclarity boy, if he doesn't need to be a cover girl. <laughs> hey. Hey. So bioclarity is clinically proven to clear up acne blemishes and help maintain clear, confident skin without all the harsh side effects of other treatments. 90% of clinical study patients reported clearer skin and would recommend it to friends. Uh, it's a naturally better way to clear your skin. You're going to minimize your pore size, fight your acne, reduce redness, soothe skin. Plus, it's cruelty-free and vegan. Which I love so much. Guys, put your best face forward in 2017 so you can go out and conquer the world. Just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. What a steal. What a steal. That's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code SINGLE. SINGLE. That's bioclarity.com and enter our code SINGLE. Don't wait. Go to bioclarity.com today. On that note, I think it is time for us to jump into the mailbox. Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week for... Our ladies, we to have, help us answer. We have an anonymous email for you guys to help mm. us out with. She writes, so I just recently ended my first relationship ever. I'm a bit of a late bloomer as I'm 27. We were together for about five months and he was my first kiss and my first time. Ultimately, Whoa. he wasn't willing to put in the effort to be with me. I'm not as mad as I am just really sad. As I sit here thinking everything over, I feel like I have some last emotions I want to express to him. And I have an email waiting in my drafts. Mm-mm. Don't send an email. Send a, send, send a note with some fingernail clippings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I Use the Lubin school of revenge. So she says, and it's not an angry email or one saying I want to get back together, just final thoughts on us. Do you think it's ever a good idea to send that final email or letter? And if so, what would be the appropriate time to do no, it? No, 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 no. I think writing it's therapeutic. Hell no. Yes. Yeah, write it and delete. Don't send it. I say send it. Emily, why? Honestly, if you're never going to see this person again and you want to call him out for being an asshole or making you feel bad, fucking do it. it. It's better to do it now than to wait a year and be like, I wish I said that thing. It's you know really I mean? easy for me to give the advice of saying like, write it and then don't send it. But every time I've ever been in a relationship, I have sent that note. There has yeah. not been one time where I have not sent a psychotic five page note. <laughs> like, like just a so dragon no. email. Just, you didn't get... have to lead me on yeah. so much. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess from experience, right. I'm saying like write it and delete it. But if I'm being real with everybody, there has not been one. I, going back I to high school, I do. the guy I lost my virginity to, he like pretty quickly afterwards like moved on. Mm-hmm. I wrote him a poem. Ah. that was a two-page poem where i wrote about my feelings and i handed it to him outside of algebra class so yeah going back to a long time ago i am a big i'm a big offender of the of the long closure note yeah i feel like yeah you probably will regret it later but you might also regret regret it don't do it yeah but you might also regret not calling somebody out for being an asshole i guess nothing really i don't really regret 
actually, I can't, can I change my response? I don't really regret that poem or any mm. of my, yeah, my, girl. my notes. Yeah, girl. I feel better. You okay, this that is, poem. If she sends it, she just has to keep her expectations uh, realistic. The problem is with like today's social media age, you want to make sure you don't have like a psycho on the other end of that receiving line that's going to see this screenshot your crazy ass email and like post it online. Because like, honestly, if this was like 2017 where I'm like, handing a poem you know that shit's gonna get yeah there'll be a picture of that and and it will be on instagram so i am grateful that all my psycho emails were were like on hotmail.com yeah exactly yeah (laughs) and already well okay so you don't have to write it in a psycho way though you can just say this is how you made me feel okay okay. i just think you should know but you guys are neglecting the first part of this which is that he this guy took her virginity am i correct yes okay and it was like later in her life right yeah so like i'm sure she already has like a lot of emotional baggage to do with this guy and this is her first like round in in the rejection and the relationship and he probably kind of like holds it not if he's an asshole he probably was like oh you're this crazy virgin girl that i like she was a virgin late and like i didn't really give a fuck about her and now she's sending me these crazy crazy long like which she's not wrong. She should be able to voice like what he did and what happened. But like, I, I feel like it's almost like giving him the satisfaction to show that you care so much about who he is. Who you're the fuck like, is he? You're like, keep your pride. Yes. Go Set on a date out. with another guy. Have a, get a picture of you on Instagram looking all hot at a bar with your friends. Like the best revenge is living well. So like put the fucking weird paragraph away see i don't think he gives a shit either way i think if he broke up well, with her after five months he doesn't give a know, shit that she like, looks hot on instagram if you she's know? gonna write the know, letter it has to be for her might, not though. for him because either way he's sure. probably not gonna give a shit yeah, yeah. Just, that's important to know yeah email. <laughs> You're yeah big. and i'm also very against like taking hot pictures and posting them on instagram as a way to show off because i i just have noticed like guys don't care like they don't they don't and then you and then you almost look like more desperate that's um, true that's true guys work best from like mystery and wondering like what is she up to and not having any trace of you and not being able to to stalk you yeah D- delete your instagram delete your facebook mm, yes. delete your twitter mm-hmm. don't have a podcast called the hot mess comedy hour <laughs> yeah where you exactly talk about all your Absolutely issues do not yeah we, we were saying the other day life. yeah if a guy wants if one of our exes ever wants to like search us to like be like oh, i wonder what they're up to they have the oh, juiciest gold so yeah with a pot with our podcast Let, let's do let's do one more question okay because i think it's a good one that will be good for okay her. all right so we hope we helped you anonymous yes don't let's read it. let's read jennifer's question Okay, so we have a question from Jennifer, who is 23. Uh, She writes, I was with my boyfriend for two years, and we were living together. One day, I decided to look through his text messages. Oh, no. I didn't think I would actually find anything, but I found inappropriate texts between him and his brother's wife. Oh, whoa. It gets better. Oh, shit. I knew I knew they would like this one. I was like, we have, I was like, we have to do this question. Um, I don't want to repeat the messages, but they were sexual. My, <laughs> you don't say. My oh, world fuck. came crashing down, and I immediately confronted him. I didn't discuss it with his brother, as he is in jail while this was going on. <laughs> oh wow, this sounds great. And this whole family sounds I great. I didn't want to l- even look at my brother's wife. I kept it between us and my family, of course. Anyway, my problem is that I'm having a really hard time breaking up with him. What? All I know, all I want it to do 
is take him back and work things out. No. And I know that I should just leave. Leave, leave, leave. I just told him that we can take things slow. But I know the relationship will never be the same. I yeah, really, no shit. Yeah. No shit. But she says, I really wish I could be stronger and leave, but I'm scared to not be with him. What if I never find love like I had with him at one point by the way to repeat you don't have love with him he's trying Um, to fuck his brother's wife while while his brother's in jail you know that's how everyone expresses love by fucking their brother's wife well you guys she says the hard part is he's a really good guy no he's not no No, he's not we had a really great relationship i never thought this would happen please help i know what the right thing to do is but i can't seem to let go of him read this email back to yourself (laughs) and ask does this sound sane just go up to strangers and read this email and see what their reaction (laughs) is but i I mean we've all been there when we're in a relationship that's not healthy maybe not to this extreme Okay. Yeah. But we've all been Gotten in a relationship close. that we know is like not good for us. It's mm-hmm. not healthy. And it's like so hard to break it off. She She's like, just got a, uh, a a little bit of a more extreme version of this. She probably likes the drama of it as well. Yeah. Like when you date crazy. It is good. It is good. It is drama. so good. Oh, yeah. So exciting. Well, this is what I have to say about cheating. Cheating does not have to be a deal breaker for everyone. And cheating is not a deal breaker for everyone. It's up to everybody to, to decide if they want to move past it. But... If the person that that person is cheating on you with is the wife of their brother. Well, then you can never escape it. You, yeah. can never you can never escape, escape it. it. And also, like, it just shows oh, holiday it's just parties. not a good look. It, like, it shows an extreme flaw in his character. That I, he would I do, do agree. Like that. Because for the rest of their life, like, if things end up, let's say they go to a shit ton of therapy and they work this out, which I don't think can happen. But let's say that they do. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, it's his brother's wife. They're always going to be attached, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And um, like what his family dinner is going to be like, you're going to know this forever about him. Yeah. And also like there's so many other men. That's the one thing I think a lot of single girls ha- and I get this fear sometimes like you know, I just broke up with someone and I really did feel a connection to him. Um and I'm like, what if I don't ever feel and it's like this world is filled with people if there's anything that this world has an abundance of it is other people and there's so many interesting people to meet out there who can offer you different experiences so why are you wasting your time with someone who's already very clearly disrespected you on a level that's like kind of unforgivable catastrophic yeah i would say yeah and if you felt strongly for this person you can feel strongly for other people there's not one person who's meant for you and all that bullshit like just move the fuck on girl and she's so young like yeah don't waste your 20s being saddled to this be strong girl oh yeah strong oh i spent two years on the biggest piece of shit cut it right now yes go find someone else jennifer good luck to you email us let us know what happens we really want to know um if any of you other listeners want your questions answered or if you've got some funny text messages you've received from an app you want to share or just text messages in general email us at contact at this is why your single show.com you can also find all of our contact info on our website this is why your single show.com now it is time for us to dive into our reason of the week This week's reason is it's okay to be a hot mess sometimes. Yes. Because you know what? Like you guys said, like being a hot mess, it's relatable. Everyone is a hot Mm -hmm. mess in some degree. So stop hot mess shaming. Is that a thing? Yeah. We're totally behind that. And it's a thing we're against. Open your heart to the mess. Because women are too hard on themselves. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. Maybe don't open up with it. Like, don't reveal all your hot messiness <laughs> yeah. on a first date. Like, don't put it in your Tinder bio. Yeah. Yes. Like, save it for a second, third date. Right. Let them fall in love with you and then open it up like Pandora's box. <laughs> no, That's basically what I've done. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. And don't expect yourself to be perfect. Yes. Don't put pressure no on yourself. Everyone has things. Everyone... Like you can always think that someone's better than you or out of your league, but you don't know what's going on in their head. They're just not. Yeah, men are hot messes too. They are, and women are harder on themselves than than other people are hard on themselves. You know what I mean? Like like I'm harder on myself than other people are on me. Well, plus like just the woman man thing in pop culture it's like charming for a man to be a mess like look at knocked up like look at like don draper he's like oh he's an alcoholic but he's such a sexy one he's an old sexy philanderer he's so hot well that's why that's why train wreck was so awesome because that that movie really switched the roles and gave amy schumer Uh was like portraying uh, a woman in the same way that men are portrayed in that same genre but look at like and then in real life though like i saw somebody recently refer to amy schumer as a human dildo on facebook oh Wow. And like nobody calls John Ham that. Nope. So there's a double standard. Although I would like to stick him. <laughs> okay. Wow. Hey. Well, we all know he's he's got a big D. Does he really? I mean, have you guys not seen all of the blog oh, posts yeah. and Tumblrs yeah, dedicated to viewers gym know. shorts? There are like pictures of like it uh, protruding out. Our friend yeah. has like a ten minute bit about wanting to have sex with John Ham. We should uh we should Hamosexual. Tell. Make sure she knows about this. It's like a thing. Oh, he knows he about knows. this. Oh he knows. <laughs> oh he knows. And he's a straight man. <laughs> Great. I love it. Hmm. Um that brings us to our reason of the week breakdown. Being a hot mess, which we all are, means you have lived through some truly cringe-worthy experiences and lived to tell the tale. But some stuff is a little bit too much. We are going to ask Emily and Andrea to decide what they could live with and what they could not live with in a game of Would You Rather? Love this game. Love this game. All right. Um, First up, Angela, take it away. Okay. So this is for both of you. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have your extensions rip out mid-makeout or have a pimple pop and bleed all over your other the other person's face mid makeout. Extension. Yeah. This is Emily. Extension. <laughs> Andrea says extension too, because pimple is like blood like like blood and pus, pus like yeah. the whole other fluid area that I even am if they like they're with. they're like they're like, Oh my god, her hair's so beautiful and then they're like <laughs> holding a chunk of it in their hand. You know what? I feel like at that point, like if you're hair pulling, you're really in it. Like things have gotten pretty animalistic at that point. And yeah. they're they won't care. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Unless you're like completely bald under there. Yeah. Um, if but it's a some full people wig. might be into that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. it could almost be hot, whereas I don't think the blood or the pus no. has a chance. All right. It has been decided. Uh, what do we have next? Oh, I'm me. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> be the girl eating tuna fish on an airplane or be the girl clipping her nails on the subway? Tuna fish. And I have been that girl. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you've been both Quite these often. girls. I've been... Uh, no, I don't clip my nails in public places, but I, I'm i like very into tuna. I'm like... I know all the best places to get tuna in the city. If mm-hmm. you're interested, hit me up. You you need to go on the Too Much Tuna. Yeah. You need you need to go see uh, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney's comedy. Too Much comedy. Tuna. Yeah, I love comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah i would rather be that person people are gonna hate you but like if you need your tuna like sometimes you can't <laughs> wait for that shit yeah i 100 percent stand behind if you need your tuna <laughs> you need it plus right. nail clipping is like 
peep, that's a little bit. You can more. do that later. It's very Unhigh common jet. though. I don't know why. I know. So they, see it all the to time. To the point where they had to put a sign up in the subway. On the subway. No, no clipping. Like no through. primping. Yeah. Really? They had a no nail clipping sign. Yeah. It says no clipping, no primping, and it has a, a stick figure, like a Keith Haring style <laughs> figure with somebody clipping their nail, and they're God. flying. I have no problem with primping. Like you're getting ready yeah, for work. If if your makeup's if, impressive to me. Yeah. Like if yeah. you can do your makeup on the subway, I have no problem with you that. You should get a medal for that. Liquid yeah. eyeliner on the J train. Are right. you serious? Yeah, no, like put your face on. Like yeah. I support you doing that. That's efficient use of time. If we have to wear makeup to be socially accepted, then we should be able to do it on the train. Exactly. Correct. All right. What do we have next? Okay. Would you rather get accidentally wasted on spiked cider at a significant other's family gathering? I put spiked cider because I feel like how could you accident? That's like that's something you could accidentally. I sure. accidentally drank too much vodka. Yeah, oh, yeah. It'd be like harder to accidentally drink some. Other you could stuff. push the envelope with cider in a way that you didn't expect. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, or but really, the drink doesn't matter. Anyways, mm-hmm. go ahead. Right, you're just drunk and puking at your family or your boyfriend's family's thing. Um, oh, and you puked in the mom's garden, or mm-hmm. inadvertently nice insult a significant other's family member by saying something like, "Once you buy a minivan, your life is over," and then realizing they drive a minivan. Ooh. Or something else horrible. Yeah, some, yeah. I feel like I've done versions of both these things for sure. I have a big mouth. Um, I think that I would rather do the minivan thing because you can kind of play that off, or like it's more easy to be like, "Oh, that was a faux pas," versus like, "I have a drinking problem." <laughs> yeah, it gets. It seems like more of a one-time offense. The other one seems like people are going to think you're drunk for the rest of your time i would rather get drunk because i feel like it's easier to ask for forgiveness in that scenario because you could just be like oh i'm such a lightweight like i had no idea how much alcohol was in this whereas the other one is like i i'm sorry i'm just an asshole yeah you You also are like a charming drunk yeah very much i'm like (laughs) an important detail (laughs) a little more slurry and inappropriate and i can vomit very secretively Mm, nice practice Mm -hmm. all right it has been decided I'm doing this like sound cue that says you won, but it's not. There's really no win or lose. We but all approve of your answers, Thank but you. we approve of the answers. Is what that sound cue means? Participation award. Yeah. All right, Angela. What's next? Oh, I think it's your turn to read, but I will gladly read. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Would you rather go on a date with a missing front tooth or an eye patch? Eye patch. Missing front tooth. Wow, we're oh, so divided. Why do you think missing front tooth? Oh, um, you know what? Follow up question: Do I get to eventually replace the tooth? Yeah, of or course. The yes. Basically, yes. you, you just have, didn't have time. You have a veneer, Dude. and it got chipped. This happened to my friend Tara the other week. Oh, she like her veneer fell out, and she had like a big gappy front. I have tooth. veneers. Like, this is my nightmare. Yeah, and it like looked like a fang. It was really oh. scary. <laughs> and she was like, "I can't be seen in public." I was like, "No, you're fine. You look like kind of cute." Um. Or like, let's You're say, a good friend. yeah, let's on say the low. Like, were you lying? Uh, <laughs> did she really look okay? She's so hot that like it did look kind of cute. Yeah. So like, that's why I picked the tooth because it's kind of fashiony now. Like maybe ten oh, years like gap ago, tooth models, yeah, like, yeah, like that, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Jessica Hart, yeah, yeah, exactly. But after you said eye patch, maybe eye patch would be a little better because you could be like, ah, I'm a pirate. You know what I mean? <laughs> everyone, everyone knows that dudes love just play up role pirate playing. character actors. Like I stabbed my eye with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a great look. no what okay um i think i patch- could say it's a role-playing thing yeah for later yeah. 
where Maybe. you I, I mean, probably, pirates was a very popular porn film <laughs> did you guys see one that of the most popular i, totally I saw it. i think in college it was yeah, always yeah. like playing in someone's dorm in someone's room. dorm room yeah like yeah. Are you guys seeing this <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about yeah i don't know what pirates of the caribbean the porn oh yeah. okay. ladies where have you been i mean Lots i can wenches. believe that i only porn. the first porn i ever saw was debbie does dallas uh-huh and it was actually in a minivan that had a tv and we like all oh. watched it just like sitting there it was really awkward <laughs> creepy there was probably lots of bush in that because that's like the 70s yeah. yeah it was very creepy i think eye patch because um if you're if maybe if there's a potential for you kissing on this date if you're missing the tooth then it like what is mm, you, you could like stick your tongue through the, through the <laughs> gap and why like, why would you want to do that you know what i mean who is into it's that it's true yeah, that, like, most people are normal when yeah. you have like a gap tooth or like your veneer falls out there's mm-hmm. like the nerve endings are there so it is kind of painful so yeah. maybe kissing would be kind of hard that's a good mm. point also it yeah you're right it's distracting sure yeah Okay. All right, eye patches it is. Okay. Last final one. round, final round. Would you rather take an edible before a job interview or a funeral? Oh, job interview, job interview. Really? Really? Yeah, I thought it was funeral. Be for sure, funeral. Funeral. Here's the thing. I did mushrooms for the first time this summer, which edibles or mushrooms are more strong. But like, I'm when I'm someone who, when I get really high, I immediately think about death and how oh my we're God. all gonna die That's and true. how the world is gonna end. So I get really paranoid and do yeah. think about death. And so being at a funeral, there's a corpse right wow. there, like reaffirming my fear. It's just like, oh yeah, we're all going to die. And there is the proof of it right now. And then that's when I like shit my pants at a funeral or pass out or like just say something really weird. No, hell no. Mine was purely for a practical standpoint because a funeral, you don't know how long you're going to have to be there, mm-hmm. right? So like depending on how close you were to this person or how close you are to the family, like you might have to be there for like four hours and you're fucked up. Like that's a problem. Whereas the job interview, you just need to get your shit together for like mm-hmm. a half an hour tops and then you can like ride out that edible. And you take you guys edibles all the time. Totally changed my answer on this. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. I am sold on the getting high before a job interview. Hell yeah. Also... Then, if you get the job, then it's okay for you to be high on the job because they don't know your <laughs> sober like personality. Well, they, that's uh, true. They already know. Yeah, they think that that is your you. That's yeah, your baseline. That is, yeah. That's your baseline. You Anything. have to, you know, set the standard low. Yeah, and then you never have to rise. Above yeah, because if mm-hmm. you if you get high later, they can tell you're acting different. But if yeah. they met you high, mm-hmm. you just assume this person's like really relaxed and just chill, a cool like, kind of creative yeah, like, type. Yeah. Maybe they're totally from, like, on drugs. Yeah, they're like probably from Sonoma County because they like talk really slow, <laughs> mm-hmm. slow pace. That's why I'm constantly high. Yeah, that's why. All right, you changed well, my mind. Yeah, I'm I'm flipped. Job interview it is. Um, ladies, that's the end of our game. You guys oh, yes. both won. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason of the week. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Thank you so much to our guests, Andrea and Emily from the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Check them out on iTunes. You can follow them on Twitter at Hot Mess Podcast and on Instagram at Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Any yes. other plugs we should tell people about? No, I think that, well, we do a, a weekly video after show for the Keith and the Girl Network, uh, another podcast. 
very funny comedy podcast. Um, and we do a 10 minute video after show after our show. These ladies were on it. Um, it's called the 10 minute mess. We do some crazy shit. Yeah. After you guys left, actually, we put an entire bag of ice down our pants to see who could, uh, last longer, last longer. Oh, oh, I'm so who sad did? That we, oh, uh, actually, we don't well, get away. No spoilers. No spoilers. You guys <laughs> yes. go watch the video. <laughs> one of us is Canadian and no, stronger than the other one. Let's just say one of us had roomier <laughs> pants. <laughs> okay, whatever. But if you're interested in seeing that or Keith and the girl, it's a really funny show. So go katg.com slash mess m-e-s-s to check that out masterful plug baby thank you good job yeah. awesome well done and plug for us as well you can follow us on instagram and twitter at your single show you can make sure to like and subscribe on itunes if you have the time thank you so much for listening tune in next week for a whole new show bye, bye. this is why you're single this is why you're single this is why you're That was a HeadGum Podcast.